as entrepreneurs, we want to make a huge difference. We're in it, most of us, for a lifetime to make that dent in the universe, as Steve Jobs talks about. I have a guest today who's doing just that. And along the way, life has definitely intruded. Some great lessons on how you can overcome unbelievable obstacles by reacting well at each of the choice points. I'm John Bowen. We are at AESNation.com, all about accelerating your success and making a huge difference. Stay tuned. You're going to be glad you did. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com. Harry, I am so excited to have you here. You've got an unbelievable story. Uh, you and I uh, met just really a little while ago at Joe Polish's uh, Genius Network. Uh, a bunch of fellow CEOs were sharing stories and what we're doing to change the world. And I was inspired by you. So I wanted to share you with our audience. So first of all, thank you for joining us. Thanks, John. It's great. It's great to hear. Yeah. Well, and you know, one of the things that I, I love working with serial, serial entrepreneurs. You know, you've got that. You're an investor. You're an inventor, uh, and even a filmmaker. I think you, you know, at a young age, you pretty much covered everything, and you're making a, a real difference in the healthcare industry. And I want to get to that. But before, I think it's so important to hear your backstory because uh, you weren't always a picture of health. I mean, what what kind of inspired you? Harry, to, to, to go on the journey that you're on? Um, yeah, I, I, I had quite a tough, tough 20s. And when I was 21, I ended up with chronic fatigue syndrome. And I spent, I spent about seven years of that uh, pretty much completely bedridden or, or mostly, mostly house-ridden. And I basically tried all sorts of cures um, from, from conventional medicine through to alternative medicine to, to try and get myself better. And... Yeah, really, really, I got to this point where I wasn't really getting anywhere in, in my own health journey. And so I thought I'd better try and take it on myself. And I, I had this crazy idea, and I, it was really crazy because I was completely bedridden with no energy and, and really no support. Uh, but I had this idea that if you could create a home wellness system, it would be able to both get me better because I'd be provided with the information and knowledge I needed to get myself better uh, but also, if that worked, it, it could help other people too. So that was that was really the the thing that spurred me in, into business was was really to try and get myself better and hopefully other people better too. Well, you know, one of the things that we see over and over again as successful entrepreneurs, I mean, what happens is we're going ahead and and we have a passion, and you know, there's, I can't imagine uh, a passion stronger than getting healthy. You know, particularly being knocked down that hard for so long. And then we want to be a hero to other groups. And a lot of times it's in our enlightened self-interest that we want to be a hero to ourselves as well. And, you know, it's a, a broad audience. And, you know, and I mean, there, there's a lot of lessons because you've built a great business and really the business plan is pretty amazing what you're doing. But I'm thinking, okay, Harry, you know, you're in bed. You're having this vision. You know, I, I, I live in Silicon Valley, as you do now, too. And you know, picking up the phone call and getting research people and 
uh, investors to back your idea when you're in your 20s and have chronic fatigue. Um, I don't think that, you know, how did you make this happen? Because it's almost mission impossible. Um, it was. It was mission impossible, but I think the, the context is that I was so desperate and so ill and you know, I was so, well, I was basically trapped in a bed, in a bedroom, in my parents' house. And at that sort of point, you have absolutely nothing to lose. So, so in my mind, I was like, well, you know, what, what am I, I'd already been lying there for six, seven years, reading books, being on the internet, you know, I mean, I was learning huge amounts about health and I was getting into all these physics ideas, but I just, I just thought, well, I've got absolutely zero to lose, but to try. Um, so it was that, it's really persistence, um, firstly. But yeah, to, to your point about getting investors and all that type of stuff, um, I didn't even try because I, I knew that would be completely hopeless. Because who, who's going to back? Who's going to back someone who can't even go and meet them? Um, let alone would probably sound really dreadful on the phone because they didn't have many social skills, being sort of <laughs> completely out from from society. Um, uh, but uh, you know, I, I was very, I was very fortunate. And I basically looked looked around on the internet to see who the most prominent researchers were in this field called called energy medicine, which is basically look, looking at how energy works in the body, or if you like, the physics of biology. And, and I was very fortunate because this this scientist from Australia, he he did answer my email, and we you know we 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 picked up a relationship on the on the phone. He was in Australia, and I was in England, and we ended up meeting in Los Angeles, and. He, he basically liked this idea that I had of creating a home wellness system. Uh, and we both sort of had enough knowledge between us that we thought we, we could pull it off. Uh, but yeah, we basically did it completely shoestrings, no, no cash whatsoever. And you know what, I mean, what I mean by that is, so, I mean, the, these are what we have today of inpharmaceuticals, um, but we inkjet labeled all the, all, the, uh, all the labels. I used a turkey baster to fill up the bottles. The first machines, I used to buy silver buttons from Marks and Spencers, which is a, a retail store in Britain. And, you know, I used to use the drill and put the buttons in. And, yeah, it, it was done completely and utterly bootstrapped with, you know, just, just zero, zero dollars. And Peter did it for equity and Akoda did it for equity. And obviously I did it for equity. And, you know, and I think, yeah, it took, took us a year to create this first device and piece of software and these first in pharmaceuticals. But, um, I, it was an extremely tough time because so I was also still really, really ill. Um, and Peter was basically he healing me with, well, we're basically inventing solutions for health while we were making it, while I was getting, while I was getting better, but trying to start a business off the ground. I, I'm not sure I'd recommend people who are really ill to get business off the ground. But on the other hand, also having a purpose also rises you above. And, you know, it, however, how dreadful you feel. I think having a purpose can can pull you out of some incredibly tight spots in life. And I, I know for me, having having a purpose was immensely helpful. Well, it, I mean, it really is. I, I actually think it's critical for all of us as entrepreneurs that we have to have a purpose. Uh, you know, we've all, I think most of the entrepreneurs listening here, we're, we're talking largely to very successful entrepreneurs and we're looking on, you know, how can we accelerate our success even more, but I think taking a look back at what you went through, when you have nothing to lose, you know, it's amazing what you can accomplish. And so many times as entrepreneurs, we're, you know, we, we have accumulated some wealth, you know, reputation, ego, all that. 
and we're not willing to take those risks and we play the safe game and in today's world such a competitive environment so you have nothing to lose you know you have purpose i mean a purpose boy you know harry i can't think of a bigger one you know energy management energy medicine as an entrepreneur i I, I know how important, I, I always think of it as we're corporate athletes. And, you know, the, the, uh, uh, when we look at an athlete, they're training at least 90% of their time. They're managing their energy and so on. And most of us don't do that. And, and you know, whether we get chronic fatigue syndrome, but we, we, we just aren't as productive. And, boy, if we can do that. So, I mean, I love that. And for the whole, you know, 7 billion other people hanging out with us. And, and then kind of the magic of bootstrapping. Uh, you know, sometimes I think it's a competitive advantage when you have no money because, <laughs> you know, the, 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 you become really creative. I, you know, when you told me, you know, buying silver buttons and drilling holes, I mean, you know, turkey baster, you know, you can make things happen. You know, you don't need a lot of money. I mean. No, you just, you just need ideas in your brain, really. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's really interesting for me because I've just moved from England to Silicon Valley, and you know, I, I look around and you just see these millions of dollars and people being paid huge amounts of money, and you know, I, I do just think, my goodness, like if, if I had the budgets that that go into into the valley here, I would probably, well, I don't know, it, it might be insane what we'd achieve, um, but also, yeah, also the huge amounts of wasted because um, I mean, we, I mean, we've created this whole new model of biology based based on physics and then, and then built all the technology around it you know really i mean over a few years but you know for a relative you know a relatively cheap price but for only a few million dollars but that but those dollars have come out of come out of cash flow you know while we've been paying all our operating expenses and yeah it's a completely different world to, to the valley here where they put in hundreds of millions into something. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the things, I mean, there's such an acquisition culture because they're acquiring you know, businesses like yours. And the reason for it is that it's unlikely that they can really accomplish. Um, I, I know when I, for most of my professional career, I was a financial advisor and I had the privilege of working with many of the successful entrepreneurs in the valley. And and some of the guys who were bootstrapping or had mid, you know, small, mid-sized businesses, you know, Microsoft would make an announcement that they were going after that market. And one of the, I'd ask them, "Are you worried?" And they, you know, and really they were worried if there was only ten people going, you know, in that group working. If there were a hundred or huge amounts of resources, nobody worried because, you know, it's very hard to marshal major teams. But if you get ten motivated people with a clear purpose boy, you can change the world, and you're doing that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I love that, that bootstrapping thing. It's, all, it's always just a few people, and like small, small teams manage to, to create amazing things. And I think as soon as you get more than 10, 15 people trying to do some product development thing, I think, yeah, it gets a bit crazy. Well, how, how are you, you know, I mean, what was it prompting you to move from uh, the UK to California here, Silicon Valley? Um, there's, there's a couple of reasons. I mean, part, partly it's sort of, partly we, we'd been making this this film called Choice Point, uh, which was uh, which a lot of the people in that were over here. Uh, partly our, our co-founder scientists also died a couple of years ago, um, but but also re really because I knew to take take these ideas much further, 
that, that re really America was the place to do it because I mean, a, a America and especially especially the Valley here, you know, they they're, they're just extremely supportive for, for new ideas and you know with what we're trying to do here, which is, um, I mean, we've basically had a hundred years of, of of a biochemistry system uh, and, and genetics. Uh, what we're doing here is really looking at the physics of biology, uh, and to do that creates an incredible amount of R&D and, and forward-thinking people. And um, I mean, Europe, Europe's a great place, and I, but I was just in a small seaside town in England and yeah, wanted to play on a bigger field, really. Well, and, and tell me, you know, one of the things that's been impressive, Harry, in you know, the short time we've known each other, is uh, you're a long-term player. I mean, you've got a long-term horizon. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, when you told me the, you know, what you went through in your 20s, and your vision of where you are, the purpose of what you're doing. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Um, maybe share kind of what your purpose is, what you want to do, big picture, that long-term horizon. And, and how do you have not only yourself, but your team really focused on that with all the, you know, the challenges early on and the challenges as you're scaling up your business? Um, yeah, that's a really interesting question. So, I mean, I, Overall, we we really want to overall we really want to transform how healthcare is done and how it's looked at, and that, that's both from from how it's done and from how people get well, but also the actual research and science ideas behind it. So, and we're we're really trying to change a paradigm from from biochemistry through to biophysics, or or in other words, because if, if you start looking at the physics of biology, you know how how a cell is actually generating energy because cells get energy from all these other sources that, that aren't just food and nutrition base mm -hmm. um, and you know some cutting-edge people understand those ideas but it's certainly not understood in, in broader society whatsoever and it is interesting so 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 I look at that as a sort of a 20-25 year game plan and you know partly well partly when you're getting going when you first get going you just have to make something that works so you know we, we made a product that worked and then it's like okay well we've made this but we don't have any training for it and no one understands what we're talking about so it's okay well we'll create a training program for it uh the next phase was like well these ideas are really not very well understood and that's why we got into filmmaking and we made this film called the living matrix a new a new science of healing to to, to get those ideas out to a broader sphere and that you know that that helped quite quite a lot um and it, you know if you project yeah, if you project forwards again, like another 10, 15 years, um, you know, have, having a strong research institute that funds really, really fundamental research that may or may not have, uh, you know, it, it, it may or may not have product that, that comes out of it, but it's extremely important to our understanding of, of biology and how, and how physics relates to that. Uh, and then, yeah, we, I mean, we've also got other pieces like like we're, we're building out an, an animal business. Uh, the reason we build out an animal business, uh, one, I do love do love animals, but two, it's also a regulatory safe cash flow business that that, that can fund these other these other more fundamental areas in in on the human side, which is a far more political sort of hot potato. And then, yeah, when you're looking really long term you, you, you have to get into into lobbying to to be able to change change how regulations are done to, to to allow these things to come to the fore but i mean i think i mean ultimately if you provide enough 
solutions and get enough and, and get the ideas out there. And that, that's why I'm really into filmmaking and we're making another film called called Supercharge, which goes much deeper into into both the biohacking movement and the quantum biology movement and, and perhaps more interesting for yeah for entrepreneurs. We're, we're really looking at how you can get uh, get peak performance out of using the these biohacking ideas and of how how you're biohacking the different energy systems in in the body. So yeah, none of these things can be done like in a I guess a traditional free year plan. You know, plonk X million dollars in a sellout to a big pharma company three four years later. That that that, that isn't our that isn't our game. You know, we're, we're we're looking at a broader longer term game. Well, you know, Harry, what I'd love to have you talk about is. I mean, because you will have that long-term vision, and it's, it's, it's amazing. And and even, I mean, really in Silicon Valley, you've been here long enough that you know that that's not always the case. I mean, there are definitely some people doing that, but there's a, a lot of, you know, young entrepreneurs, male and female, that are looking to just really flip their business, you know, uh, uh, very, very quickly. And you're doing some pretty, you know, non-traditional. I think the uh, thing that jumps out at me when you and I were talking, uh, you, you go, yeah, and by the way, I'm doing some uh, filmmaking. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, like today where we're doing uh, over Skype a video. I mean, that's filmmaking to me. But, no, you're doing feature films and so on. That, that's not uh, traditional. What, what got you into doing that along the way to get this message out? I may, mainly, I think it was about four or five years in, and you know, we—I don't know what we'd got to, like a few, a few million dollar turnover. Um, and not, and this wasn't in the states. This was uh, basically within Britain, Australia, and dotted around in in Europe. And I just, and I just thought, well, it's great. Like we've we've got something that works. We, you know, we get, we're, we're getting great clinical success um, stories out from our practitioners, and we've we've done a few preliminary studies. But absolutely nobody in the broader world knew, knew what we were talking about, and mm -hmm. well, I mean, and it's it's literally. I mean, I don't think there's a better medium. I mean, you, you can write a book, but you know, books. Well, you know, if you play the game, you might get to an Amazon top seller for a week or two, and then it, mm -hmm. it drifts off again. But but you know, movies. If you make a good movie, you you can really get across a message in a much more understandable way. And, and yeah, obviously, and, and pe people are much. Well, people just like watching movies, and so that's really why we decided to do it. Um, I guess the next question from that is, how on earth do you go about it, and you know, why do you think you could even make one? I think it's it's just the same as you know, so when I was ill in bed. Can you can you make a system of can you make a home wellness system? Um, you know, at the time you don't know how to do something, but but if you have the willingness, you know, you find you find. Well, a you find a way, and all the pe the people turn up to help make it happen. And and in the Living Matrix case, uh, um, again, I was fortunate to meet someone who had a um, yeah, they they had like a video advertising uh, business, and actually they, they were a customer they were a customer of ours, and so I got to got to know them, and, and we decided to partner up to to make that first film, uh, which was great. And I I did like the script writing and the interviewing end, and he did all the the camera work and, and the editing and yeah and, and 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 that that worked out really well so yeah i mean yeah if you don't know something yourself you can always find a partner to to do it as long as as long as i think the purpose of what you're trying to do is is worthwhile i, I think you'll you'll always meet those people at, at some point and i i don't particularly ever worry about going out and searching and 
searching these people, I, I, I guess I just, I just put those ideas out there. And wh when you talk to people, you, you mention it, and you know, uh, the universe seems to sort itself out like that. I, I don't really go on LinkedIn and search out search out oh i need a filmmaker i need this maybe i should but well it's, it is amazing i mean you know at the meeting we're at jeff hayes was there too who's a you know uh, an unbelievably talented filmmaker and you know, and he's chased you know, really helped getting out a lot of messages out and you know the part it's kind of interesting to me harry and i want to go just a little deeper and then come back to the big picture again because i i, I know there's fellow entrepreneurs that are listening to you and going you know Geez, maybe I should get my message out using that medium. And, you know, so, you know, you had, you know, you have this purpose, you have, you know, very clear uh, motivation to get it out. You want to be a hero really to the world. And then in doing that, you know, you found someone who sh shared that, had the talent to do it. How did you, you know, distribute it? Because, I mean, it's one thing, uh, you know, you can do the film and, you know, the old word it would be to put it in the can and forget about it type thing. You know, you, it, there's another part. We're going to actually have a few people watch it that are inspired to action. Um, sure. I mean, firstly, uh, firstly, obviously, the absolute rule of thumb is you've got to make a really good film. Cause, uh, and I think if, it, if it's good, the, peop the people are going to come to you to, to help distribute it. And... I mean, that, that absolutely happened in our case. I mean, I think, well, I, the first thing we did is before we actually finished the film, we, we organized a, a premiere in London where we invited all the stars and all that type of stuff. Um, I think we had, yeah, we had, I think, yeah, we had, I think we could only, we could only have 400 people in the room, but I remember that we had to turn away 200 people at the, at the door. Um, the film was still being edited by Greg on the plane as he came over to London, so it was a little bit risky. Um, but it, but it, but it, but it worked, and you know, and with all those people, they they sort of spread spread the word quite quickly. I think the first people we hired was some, yeah, some uh, basically PR people who were just putting PR releases uh, out out onto the internet. I think I think it was through Newswire uh, and obviously on Facebook. And, and th those are really great because those always get taken up by all this other other online media and, and end up over. We did we did pretty well out of that. And then we also ran screenings or screening packages where, where we let all of our yeah let all our fans you know run screenings and they could buy a whole load of DVDs and they, they would keep the ticket the ticket prices um, but they would sell DVDs on our half so so that helped a lot. Um, yeah, not, you know, various radio shows and that and that type of thing. But um, and then yeah, the distributor of the secret picked it up within a within a month, um, and that that helped. Well, we, yeah, we picked up eighteen different different distributors. I think yeah, around the world that sort of sold the DVD rights. Uh, we're not really in that DVD world any anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's moved on. I think it's like five percent of what it was six seven years ago so now now it definitely should you know all be all be focused online and you know some some people give away like they give away the film for a two-month period in their launch period to, to to get the numbers to get it to go viral or they give out the first half an hour of, of the film and then you pay for it afterwards um i mean yeah there's there's all sorts of sort of social sharing models like that well, what, do, what do you see the impact that that had on your professional career your businesses and so on uh, it was really interesting because while it was quite tough trying to 
get people on board in that movie because because we were we were an unknown or we we were a product a product company rather than people who were trying to you know trying trying to change a paradigm and i remember you know there were at least two or three people that are incredibly hard and I, won't, I won't name them but they were incredibly hard to get on board in that first film because they i think they they were they were worried that we were going to use them to promote our our product but anyway mm -hmm. we, we did convince them in the end and i was like afterwards the tables completely completely turned and they would just do anything to well that, that was the other way they, they also spread the movie through through all of their lists and all that type of stuff so you know that it, um yeah we got a huge amount of support afterwards and and now of course people want people want to know us because we because we make films and they know the films we've made we haven't we, we never abused, you know, we, we didn't just plonk Ness throughout it and, you know, we could have done, you know, really awful product placement and, right. and abused the position we had. And I remember talking to, yeah, Dr. McCola, uh, he, yeah, he also distributes our films. I mean, that, that helped quite a bit. And, yeah, I remember him ring, ringing, ringing me up and he actually couldn't, he couldn't understand or believe the, that we, he didn't actually realize it was made by anyone to do with Ness or anything. Um, he's like, well, how come you didn't do that? And I, you know, and I, I explained why. I said, well, you know, because, because we, want, we want the film to have a really broad reach and that, that would have narrowed it down. And then, yeah, I remember him saying that was a, quite an enlightened viewpoint and he was quite surprised. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's great. I mean, and, and that's, I think having that long-term vision is just so critical in the connections and relationships that you've gotten, the positioning for yourself. I mean, it's, that, that's a big part. I mean, when you know, uh, you're a new member to our group and I ask, you know, what does Harry do? And they didn't say the health side. Oh, he makes movies and, you know, and everybody loves movies. And then, you know, how does that all come together? And I think that's, you know, it's, it's amazing when you're doing that, the connections that you can get and access to people uh, align, who are aligned with the purpose that you have. And you've done a great job. I, I I would. I mean, I'd say, yeah. I mean, it's it's an incredible way of doing it, actually. Well, I mean, I I, I wasn't really aware of, of things like Genius Network, and I guess that's that that's another way of meeting people. But for me, because I had I had this whole chronic fatigue story, and I I think yeah, that the conventional way of meeting people is to go to networking events, go to conferences, or get on the speaking circuit. Um, and although I got over a lot of my illness, sort of travel wasn't really an option for me because my, you know, my, my health suffered if, if I travelled a lot. And that's, re and that's also one of the reasons we thought, well, if we make a movie, we can get the message out without, without travelling anywhere. And then it's, really, then it's easy to pick, pick up the phone to people. Um, and I get, you know, other avenues you, you could, yeah, you could just join a network like Genius Network or, or your group or et cetera instead. I mean, that, that's another way of doing it. Yeah, no, it may be easier uh, to join a you know, mastermind group, if you will, but I think it's a, a little bit more interesting doing it the way you've done, and you've really leveraged it's it. It's a bit, bit more expensive, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, writing a check for a mastermind group is a lot easier stuff. But, you know, it's, it, it's you know, we're a product of our journeys. And, uh, you know, you, you've got a huge destination you're working to, and, and it's pretty amazing. I want, I want to bring it back to the health side. And let's go to a segment here. And this is the book of the day. Yeah, very prolific on a lot of fronts. I'm going to pull up on Amazon your book, uh, The Decoding the Human Body Field, The New Science of Information as Medicine. And, and what's in this, Harry? And, you know, 
why would some of our fellow entrepreneurs uh, you know, enjoy or find this valuable reading this? Um, it's, re it's really about Peter, who's the scientist, and my story of how we decoded, well, basically of how we decoded the map of the human body field. And so it's, it's that story of how we were looking at the physics of biology and how we, yeah, basically how we both got ourselves better and, and then ended up turning it into an overall health system. Uh, I think for yeah for other entrepreneurs the the choice point book might might be slightly more relevant because the 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 choice point book subline is is called align your purpose, and that really looks into these three main principles which are called understand your world and align your purpose and be the change and that that really came out of yeah in, well in, in my own story when when the secret came out it was all about well if if you visualize millions of dollars and visualize this then it all just happens. And I, I was like a little bit funny about that because I, I knew my own story had come out of a really significant crisis or, or what we call, a ch uh, what we call a choice point. And this purpose had come out of that crisis. And it was really the purpose that, that had created everything. And then, then, then people in the universe, etc., sort of conspired and, and helped to make it happen. But really because our purpose was aligned with what other people want, so um, I mean that. Yeah, I mean that. That's a bit. That's an even more incredible movie project because we interviewed like Richard Branson and Greg Braden, and Desmond Tutu, and Dal Lama and Jack Canfield, and I, there's like a list of sort of who. It's like uh, John Paul de Jaurier and you know. So I, I think we had four billionaires in that in that film. So it was pretty. That was that was a pretty incredible incredible project, and really we wanted to see if they had the same. Well, I was really curious if they'd had the same sort of choice points or crises in their life that gave them purpose um, to to make this happen. And and yeah, and it, it happened to be the be the case. Like Jean Paul Tajour is a I guess a very classic American example, but I mean he he'd been homeless twice, and you know really. Really fallen down right to right to the gutter twice to, to get himself up. Um, I mean Richard Branson spent spent time in time, you know, well only I think just one night in jail, but uh, but that was also a very significant tur turning point for him of, of how he viewed the world and how he should be doing business and stuff. And and he's always been an extraordinarily aligned person because you know he got into it by setting up a student magazine because he really. Didn't like what was happening in the in the Vietnam War, and you know, then, and then yeah, the records came out of that, and yeah, and obviously now he does all this work with Virgin Unite, and I think yeah, and it was, the the same was true for for many of the other people in that film. Well, so it's, I, it's yeah. so powerful, you know. That, I mean, I hadn't thought of it as choice points. I love that terminology, and all right, let's go to the next segment. Uh, one of the resources. I'd like to pull it up as the Choice Point uh, uh, website, www.choicepointmovement.com. Uh, and what are they going to find here, Harry? Um, you can you can basically watch you can watch the movie with, with all of those people in uh, just as a stream. Uh, and, there, and there's also a course, and we made uh, it's, yeah unbelievable amount of work, but we we basically took those fifteen hundred hours. Of footage and created 23, 23 smaller smaller films on all of these really significant steps that helps you helps you to align your purpose. And then yeah, we actually yeah we also created a whole load of lovely beautiful uh, yeah written documents and all of these exercises. Well, in in other words, it's a whole it's a whole 
sort of, it's really a self-help course that helps you through your choice points and, and to align your purpose, but it's just full of wisdom from all of those in, incredible people. I mean, yeah, it, it's an incredibly deep, uh, yeah, deep experience. Well, I mean, I, you know, one of the things I'm so impressed with what you've done, Harry, is that, I mean, you've gone ahead and, you know, really uh, the connections you've made, what you've accomplished, uh, there are very few people who have done anything like that. And let me put up, uh, and if you mentioned uh, your, your company, and neshealth.com, uh, and I've, I've got that up. And if they're interested in learning more about what you're doing on your solutions, what will they find here? Um, and what they'll find there is sort of a, an overview of, of the total wellness system, which, which is really comes in four parts. But we have a yeah, we, we, we have a device where you can see in into the energy of your body, so you can look at all the health of all your different organ systems and emotions and the nutrition, etc. Going on, uh, we have another handheld device called My Health, um, which was featured on the Doctor's Show, and that can basically trigger trigger a response in in any in any part of the body. And then we also have these uh, liquid, liquid drops that are called infaceuticals, which came out of the research that, that Peter and I did uh, of mapping the information of the, of the human body. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's basically what's on that site. Now, this is great. Let me go to the last segment. And this is key takeaways. And you know, Harry, I got a whole bunch of notes. But I mean, the, the, as fellow entrepreneurs, what I want all of us to be thinking about and it's just such a reminder of you know, the power of small groups. And when you're passionate and you have purpose, you have nothing to lose, you know, you know, bootstrapping. Sometimes as we have more success, we've got a lot more money. We can throw resources and, and, and quite honestly, waste things. And by getting that group that has just really uh, a purpose, a long-term, they want to be a hero to a group, it's amazing how you can find a way and, and, and Harry, you really demonstrated that. And then the power of connections and bringing a group together that shares your mission, uh, just outstanding. I, I want to wish you uh, the best of success in continuing this because it's going to make a difference to the, our 7 billion plus fellow uh, uh, human beings here and, and certainly help all of the entrepreneurs maintain the energy they need to make a difference. I encourage everyone you know, to go to asnation.com. There'll be the transcript all the links that Harry and I uh, talked about during the uh, show will be there. And above all, go execute. Take these nuggets that Harry shared with us, your clients, your future clients, your future strategic partners, all those connections are counting on you. Don't let them down. We wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com